Welcome back to the Future of Supply Chain at Rogers, Arkansas. I am here today with members of Gaddick, the CEO and CTO. We have Gautam Narang and Arjun Narang. Guess what? Brothers. Two brothers in business together. It's something I couldn't do with my siblings. So congrats to you guys. And we're going to be talking about their middle mile autonomous technology. And one thing that I find incredible is that we're here in Arkansas, the home of Walmart, a wonderful partnership that you guys have grown and have built such incredible technology that's paid off over the last year. We spoke about the seven miles that you guys have been able to autonomously deliver at. Tell us, what has that relationship been like with Walmart since then? And uh, what has become new of that um, engagement with them as well? So the, the Walmart partnership is has been amazing, right? You know, it's going very strong. We have been working with the Walmart team since summer of 2019. And uh, we had a very successful phase one of partnerships where uh, we validated the technology, the use case in two different markets here in Arkansas and in, in New Orleans, Louisiana. And uh, we're now looking forward to the phase second of the partnership where the plan is to expand our operations across multiple sites in the US. Uh, looking forward to target their hub and spoke uh, rollout. Walmart is going all in uh, with their MFC network with hub and spoke and uh, Gatek is gonna be helping them automate their hub and spoke network. It's incredible. And Arjun, why middle mile? Why not look at long haul? Why is the use case of middle mile so important and and getting an actual technology that's deployable for that market? So the focus is always, you know, on the near term application of AVs, basically. You know, we were from the start, we were biased towards, you know, uh, uh, commercializing the AV application. So uh, the middle mile is the perfect use case. If you look at the the whole AV delivery landscape, you know, you have long haul trucking on one hand, one end, you have like, you know, B2C deliveries on the other end. So nobody was, you know, back in 2017, nobody was focusing on the middle mile. It was, you know, it's, it's, it's seen, it's seen, it's, it is seen as an unsexy part of the supply chain. So our focus was, you know, to build a real business focusing on, as I said, like, you know, the near term uh, AV application. Just to build on that, uh, to our knowledge, there is no other company going after this middle mile uh, no other company focusing on class three to class six vehicles. And it's so exciting because, you know, as end consumers, our expectation is to get our deliveries in the next one hour, two hour, or at the very latest, the same day. In order to make that happen, the retailers have to move their supply chain closer to the end consumer. And when you do that, that single long route has now been translated into multiple routes. So you need multiple drivers, more trips, more frequency. And that's where we come in. So you cannot really operate a class eight semi-truck in a semi-urban environment. You have to focus on light and medium duty trucks. And the way I think about uh, the middle mile application is we're not trying to boil the ocean. It's very important to constrain the autonomy problem. That's the only way to get to the market faster, take the driver out sooner than some of the other applications of autonomy. Also, the, if you see the technology and the use case, it's a very organic fit. It's not something we are trying to force. So, you know, the, the way the, B, the, the B2B, our B2B ODD is or the fixed out ODD is, you know, it's, it's, it helps us move faster, deploy faster. We can, we are working with lesser number of variables here. The overhead is less that helps us move, you know, quickly and, you know, helps us commercialize the technology uh, in a quick fashion. Yeah. And I think what's incredible about it is it really, you've, it's deployable today. You know, there's so many other types of autonomous technology out there that's so far from even finished being tested and, and actually seeing this type of outcome. So it's incredible that you've been able to 
to focus on that area. And I'm, I guess I'm interested in the partnerships that have been you've built in order to, to actually build that and, and finish this uh, type of technology. Who have you been working with and who do you, uh, who's really been a, a big part of making this happen? Yeah, so our industry is partnership heavy. Uh, you cannot do it alone, right? You know, that was the, I would say, uh, challenge that uh, companies realized early on. Uh, they try to take on too much. So when we started the company, uh, we said, okay, let's focus on something that we're really good at, which is the core autonomy stack that is purpose-built for the middle mile. And we also, at the same time, wanted to own that customer relationship. But on our supply chain, on our backend, we are working with the right OEM partners. For example, Isuzu has been a great partner of ours for, for many years. They're helping us build L4-capable trucks, which we plan to have off the production line starting next year. So our solution is not a retrofit. It's not an aftermarket. We're not trying to reverse engineer anything. Working directly with the OEM partner allows us to scale the right way, scale the safe way. So the important point is like, you know, so OEM partnership is very important, especially if we're looking to scale in the AV space. So Isuzu is the right, you know, platform for us. They, you know, with their platform, we can provide the, the vehicles like all the, all the way from 10 footers to 26 footers. We can cover the entire middle mile. Hence, you know, it's a very important partnership. So you'll see like, you know, other partnerships that we announced recently, ChargePoint, for example. So we are, this, this is helping us, you know, this is helping us and the retailers, you know, meet their sustainability goals. So electrified, or our, you know, our, uh, 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 so we are, you know, uh, we are investing in the, the electrification of AVs. This we see as a very important gain. There's also a lot of, you know, uh, uh, there's a lot of cost savings as well that we can, you know, you know, uh, we can, uh, we can translate or we can, you know, share with the customers there. Yeah. Just to add to that, uh, and also partners like Rider uh, are helping us, you know, with the vehicle maintenance and servicing. So uh, Rider has a nationwide network uh, of servicing stations and uh, that partnership would allow us to hit that scale, uh, hit our solution at scale, right? Additionally, uh, for the state of Texas, which is a big market for us, we are working with uh, Alliance Texas. Uh, they gave us like, you know, uh, a huge platform, a huge, like, you know, we have our office there, testing grounds there. It helped us have a soft landing in the state of Texas. And then one of the partnerships that I would love to highlight is with Goodyear. Yeah. So obviously, you know, if you look at the whole truck, uh, the tires are the only thing that touches the ground, yeah. right? Uh, and an exciting thing that we're working on with Goodyear is how can we reduce the stopping distance? Let's say if the perception uh, stack encounters something last minute. Wow. So, you know, if we encounter something and if we have to slam the brakes, uh, how can we reduce that stopping distance? These are the kind of projects that we're working with partners like Goodyear. You know, that's, I'm glad you brought that up because I've talked to people that have questioned how this technology is going to work and for these exact situations, right? If uh, an animal runs out in the street or you know, a pedestrian or something comes in. So it's, it's great that you're working with the, even the tiger companies in order to figure out that solution. Um, and the integration aspect of it, I've been doing a lot of research personally on how OEMs are really, they're looking at people like Gaddick to partner with because they know they don't have the expertise in the technology to bring these aftermarket services, right? But there's a huge market for it. So um, that's incredible. You guys have really jumped on that. Just quickly, uh, you know, share how we look at the whole landscape. Yes. So our business is autonomous transportation as a service, right? We uh, handle all the transportation leads uh, for our customers like Walmart, Loblaws, 
uh, e-commerce companies, CPG companies. And then on our supply chain, uh, we work with partners like Isuzu to help us with the vehicle build, uh, partners like Ryder to help us with the servicing, maintenance, leasing, yeah. partners like Goodyear uh, for all our tiny. So again, as I mentioned, it's a very partnership heavy industry. And uh, that has been one of the key reasons why Gatek has been so successful so far. Yeah, and you picked really great partners to pull it all off. Uh, what, what should we expect from your company in the future? What are some initiatives that you're working on? Any new partnerships? Anything that you can speak on now? So the name of the game this year is scale, basically. So we are scaling on all front, scaling on the infrastructure side of things, scaling with the customers, scaling on the team team you know size as well. So we are you know actively hiring, expanding the team. So the idea this year is to basically scale, you know, and grow from here. Uh, we validated, you know, two markets, you know, with Walmart, for example. Uh, now we are like moving into phase two, basically, you know, where we're going to deploy our trucks on, you know, in, in more number of states. We have been active uh, in, in five sites, basically. You'll see, you know, we have operations uh, with Loblaws in Toronto. Uh, we are working with, with, with Walmart in, uh, in Arkansas, Bentonville, of course, and uh, uh, NOLA in Louisiana. We are live in Texas as well, Dallas, Fort Worth, and San Antonio. So this year, you know, we will be adding more states. We will be growing our fleet as well. Uh, you know, currently we have around 30 vehicles uh, in the fleet. And the idea is to grow to uh, uh, 100 basically in the next next few, few months, basically. Very quickly, I'll give you a teaser on one of the customer partnerships that we recently signed. This is something that I'm very excited about. Uh, this is a major distributor where we are disrupting class eight regional routes. So this is the first time in the industry where uh, Gatek yeah. is disrupting a class eight uh, trip and, and uh, class eight routes. For the end consumers uh, and cust our customers, it's important because everyone knows that the driver shortage is uh, through the roof, right? The start, the recent, recent start I heard was more than 80,000 open roles uh, as of last year. That number is expected to grow by 160,000 by the end of the decade. Wow. So wherever possible, our customers, they want to not use CDL uh, you know, drivers. Mm -hmm. And then our solution uh, focuses on class six up to 26 footers. So we can come in, uh, help the customers with increasing their frequency. Uh, the trips are getting shorter. And the most uh, recent customer that we onboarded, we are do doing exactly that. So personally, I'm very excited about that partnership. Yeah. So that's, so that's a very important point. So the trucks that we are operating, the GVWR rating is less than 26,001 pounds. So we do not require a commercial driving license to operate our trucks, unlike what you have for the, you know, for the uh, long haul trucking. Again, uh, on the regulation side of things as well, this helps us, like, you know, uh, push the push the legislature for AV adoption much more faster in some yeah. of the states. That's a really good point. Uh, the actual uh, legal side and then everything. Um, uh, I, do you feel that, especially with the rise of e-commerce now, right? Which is, I think, a big part of why this solution is so interesting. You're seeing so many more of these middle mile moves from distrib distribution center to distribution center. Um, do you feel like Gatic is going to be leading the way on how autonomous vehicles are going to be implemented and deployed into this space nowadays? I, I strongly believe that uh, we'll continue leading the way. So, <laughs> Gatek has been leading the way for the last few years. And uh, a key example of that is uh, we hit an industry first milestone. 
where in August of last year, we became the first and the only autonomous trucking company operating in a commercial capacity without anyone uh, behind the steering wheel. Yeah. We did that in this state of Arkansas with our partner, Walmart. Yeah. We plan to do that at other markets with other customers as well. So when we talk about uh, commercialization and actually hitting that holy grail of uh, autonomy of taking the driver out in the commercial capacity, we have been doing that uh, for almost a uh, one year now. Yeah. And... Uh, the focus of this year is to replicate that to other sites. And our approach towards scale and growth is very much uh, route by route and side by side. We don't have to wait for a zero to one step function to happen. We, we're not saying that, okay, let's wait for the technology to be solved more broadly we can, before we can commercialize. We focus on routes, obsess over those routes, perfect our technology on those routes, and then take the driver out. And uh, engaging all the key different stakeholders uh, is important for us. So... Here in Arkansas, we have been working with the state regulators, uh, the policymakers. The governor of Arkansas has been very supportive. The Arkansas State Highway Commission, they have been amazing to work with. Yeah. And that's our playbook for different states uh, as we roll out this technology more broadly. Yeah. And one key thing to, to highlight here is our use case is very much intrastate. So unlike the class eight long haul trucking guys, we don't have to wait for the regulations to be approved at the federal level. Yeah. Today, there are uh, over 120, sorry, 21 states in the US where we can commercialize a service where we can take the driver out. And most of these states are along the southern belt of the country. So from a regulatory standpoint, it's good to go. Yeah, very interesting. And with those use cases, I'm assuming as you get more and more data behind it, the deployment into these new lanes, new regions would only become faster, right? How's that, how's that for you as a CEO? So, you know, for, so we are, yes, definitely, as Gautam mentioned, like, you know, so we are looking or we are working towards reducing the time to unmanned. So that's one of the parameters we are, we are, we are tracking. So uh, the idea is, again, you know, to, to deploy these trucks faster in an unmanned capacity. We, when we are, when we are looking at a route, you know, uh, we, we look at the route, we whitelist that route to go unmanned. And, you know, and th then of course, you know, we deploy in those routes. So uh, that, that, that's what you're moving towards and, you know, and, and, the idea is, again, you know, to, to move faster from here. Just to give you specific numbers, it took us about 24 months uh, here in Arkansas uh, from the first deployment to taking the driver out. So we started operations summer of 2019, took the driver out in August uh, last year. That uh, window is uh, getting shorter. As we get more data, more experience, more trucks on the road, the time to unwind to urgence point uh, is only going to come down. Yeah. So we again the same point. We don't have to wait for that zero <laughs> to one step function to happen yeah. before we can commercialize. Because my challenge with the industry is uh, somehow it's always three to four years out. Yeah. Right. Back in 2016, people said that you know 2020 is the year yeah. when it becomes real. Today, uh, everyone is promising 24 and 25 as the timeline when it becomes real. So yeah. we didn't want to wait that long. Uh, we're making it, making it happen today. Well, you did an incredible interview with Modern Shipper. I know earlier this year that said 2022 would be our year. And it turns out that's exactly what's happening. So thank you both so much uh, for everyone watching or here at the show. They have a truck outside that you can see. Um, and hopefully you'll see a truck near you coming soon. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Of course.